The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, and thank you for being uh, with us today on the show, The Intentional Spirit. As you know, the intention of our show is to offer tools rather than rules, which will help you be more empowered, which will help you interact with practical applications in day-to-day life rather than just using cliches and bumper sticker truths. Um, Our goal in offering various guests is the intention that you can have insight of how to support people in your community, at your workplace, with your family. I'm delighted that our guest today is Donna Vasaki. She is the author of the book, I'll Meet You at the Base of the Mountain. She herself had an um, amazing, tragic awakening in her life, which has brought her to the next level in this chapter of where she is today. Donna, welcome to our show. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, nice to visit with you today. Oh, well, um, talk to us about... Um, you know, we, we say often that uh, we either hear the whispers in life that the um, the angels and our guides and our intuition is sending us, or, you know, we face moments where the two-by-four hits us, and two-by-four for some people is the club of cancer. Uh, some people, it's the club of, of tragic, unexpected occurrences, and I understand that you found yourself in a club that you didn't want to be in regarding your children. I definitely did. This is not a club that I think anybody wants to join. Um, my uh, daughter, Christy, was killed in a car accident in 2003. She was 21 years old. And so then, um, not to my liking, I became a, ma- a member of the Mothers of Dead Children Club, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it um, it really was a, a shift for me and, and, and uh, led to... Uh, directing me on a different path, not uh, one that I was even contemplating at the time, you know, but um, again, was it Christy, was... That... 
Was Christy your oldest child? Was she older than Jason, Adam, and Jenny, your other children? No. Christy was my baby. Oh, She was gosh. my baby. Yeah. And um, she was 21 years old. And it really was, um, you know, the catalyst for me to uh, start looking at things differently. And I had never... Um, explored spirituality before the uh, whole concept of, you know, uh, connecting to people on the other side. It wasn't that I was opposed to it. It just wasn't part of my arena. And um, it all, uh, uh, a few months after Christy died, I I was at a compassionate friends meeting for parents who've lost children. And a woman came up to me afterwards and she said, your daughter was standing behind you all night long and she's a beautiful girl. And she was a psychic medium, and she could see Christy and talk to her. And, and you know, I'm going, what the heck? I don't, I don't understand any of this. But, you know, at that point, you're so desperate to connect with your loved one, your child, that, um, you know, you'll talk to anybody practically. And it took me like a month to get up the courage to go see her. But when I did, I was able to connect with uh, Christy and and talked to her, and that really opened up a whole new doorway for me that I had never really explored before. Do you, I mean, there are, there are new words, you know, when something um, that, that tragic and you're, you're so caught off guard by something like that. And, and one of the areas that I'm very passionate about is learning, you know, what to say or how to be with somebody when they've had loss and, and sometimes, please don't say anything would be better than what some people say. Uh, <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. I'm part of that. I'm I'm like a grief activist, if you will, about, um, you know, all those different levels. But if you are comfortable doing so, and I will just tell the audience that this is all live. We haven't talked about what you'll say and what you're not saying. This is all just organic and very natural and spirit-led. Um, how do you, I mean... Where do you go when you when you get a message or someone comes to your door and tells you that you you no longer have a child? I mean, how do you sit with that in a way that that you can even sit? I mean, I know that our body, when we go through that level of grief, I know that our body naturally anesthetizes itself. I know that because I've had that experience. Because if you as a mother could feel all the feelings at one time, you wouldn't want, you would check out. You know, uh, you would mm-hmm. not want to be here on this dimension. I get that. Uh, where, where over time, I mean, how, I'm not trying to bring up, uh, you know, very uncomfortable things for you. I'm just trying to get like a walk of, of what that, are you elaborating more about that in, in the book? I'll meet you at the base of the mountain. Do you talk about some of the processes that, that you go through um did did you want to did you see oh gosh i have my other kids here and or how did i get here or were you angry at your creator i mean well you are you know you're all of that um you know you go through phases of denial you go through places of anger i mean i can remember um i go i'd go for long walks and um just like um um, having these uh, horrible ranting and ravings at God, you know, why, um, why me? Why did this have to happen to my daughter? Why do people, children have to die, you know, in general? And why is there war? <laughs> on and on and on and on. So, you, you know, you have those, you know, 
pieces and um, sometimes I'd, you know, be in the car and I would just like, you know, talk and talk and talk when nobody's with me and you can yell at the top of your lungs in that. And, and it's, it's helpful, you know, to, you got to get that stuff out. And, um, and then other uh, times you, um, you know, I write a lot about this. The, the first um, couple chapters of my book are very raw because I, I talk a lot about the emotions and the things that you go through. And, um, um, you know, I, I had a, a friend who, uh, who's now a friend who I didn't really know at the time who kept reaching out to me. She had lost a child several years before, and, and I sort of knew that, but I didn't want to talk to her because I didn't want to be a part of her club, you know. I was mm-hmm. not going to be a part of that club, and and then you realize that you are. <laughs> and, um, um, so, you know, so there's you go through a lot of emotions, and it's kind of up and down, and and, you know, I kind of describe it as like waves in the ocean. And when sometimes, the you know, in the beginning, you know, it's these constant waves that are just rolling and rolling and rolling over you and taking you to these deep, deep depths. But as the years go by, you know, the waves hit you less often and they don't take you as deep as they did before and it's easier to climb out and but it hits you you know sometimes you know like five years all of a sudden you have this awful you know depression that comes on you or something you know out of the blue so it, it's it's an ongoing process it's not something you you know you um you get over quickly well it sounds like to me because i i also know that anyone that's listening Anyone that's listening is is listening from a connection that they know someone or themselves. They've had experience, you know, some major loss um, of a child. And it, it seems what I'm hearing is that there were some ni- significant things that needed to occur for you during that time. One is some type of group process where you could feel clearly... Uh, that you were not alone and you could actually see people that were choosing to remain in this dimension and want to be here. Um, and they were a little further along maybe on the other side of it than you had been. So that was very helpful. And the other is to connect with some friends uh, or someone that had a similar experience so that mirroring could happen. And then just the level of... um the connection that you were able to make with somebody that could say there is something going on on the other side between the, the veil. Um, and in your opinion, I mean, when did you meet up with an individual that could tell you, hey, your daughter's here, she's in the room? Uh, because it seems to me there could be with people a time that that could happen too quick. You know, I oh, it, I haven't it, lost a it, child, but I just lost a child to me, my furry little baby. And mm-hmm. when people wanted to tell me, you know, two days after he was gone, oh, he was right here. I found that to be like, well, thank you for sharing. I, I mean, I've been metaphysical all my <laughs> life, and I know that. I know that energy's there, and I get all that. But I didn't want to hear that right then. I thought that was mm-hmm. just way too soon to give me that information. When did you meet up with that person? <laughs> well, and, and actually it was, 
Uh, you know, I think it was about four months. It took me that long to go to this Compassion okay. Friends meeting because, again, I I didn't want to join that club, and people had recommended it, and I said, no, I, I don't want to go. And the wonderful thing about, you know, going to a, a thing like that, and I, and I couldn't go a lot, the, um, but it was really helpful in the beginning that um, because what they do in these meetings, you know, Compassionate Friends meetings is everybody shares their story and they, they talk, talk about, you know, their child that passed away. And, um, and you, you realize that you can share things in an organization like that, in a group like that, that you wouldn't tell anybody else. Um, things like your... Um, um, you know, standing on the sidewalk and the bus is going by, a bus is driving by, and you're you're so tempted to just step in front of that bus. Yeah. And um, I've talked to other people who have, um, you know, lost uh, a loved one or especially a child in that, and, and, and they have the same emotions in that. But you don't, you tell your friends that or your family that or whatever, because they'll, and they'll think you're, um, you know, suicidal and start doing intervention and things like that, but I feel like it's a normal feeling for a lot of people. And so, you know, being able to be in a group with other people who have lo- had lost a child, it was, you were, you're able to share some of those kinds of feelings that you really can't tell other people. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, beneficial. But again, it was like four months after uh, Christy died when I first went to this meeting and at the very first meeting. And it was so orchestrated that I go to this meeting when I look back on it. You know, I had a, a friend of my son's who, you know, kept calling. My mom's part of this organization. Her brother had had died. And you should go to this. And she kept calling me. And then she said, I'll go with you. And... um and and then when I get there, you know, it was, I mean, she just kept really pushing me to go to this particular meeting, and that was the meeting where this other woman was who, she had also lost a child, and that's why she was at the meeting as a parent, but she was also a psychic medium, and um, she's the one who, you know, told me that um, she could see my daughter, and it was... Um, I, I was ready to start, you know, oh, my God, I, I, I need to search this. I need to find out, you know, anybody who can talk to my daughter. I need to know more about this. And um, so I, I was ready at that point. And, again, that was like four, four or five months after Christy had died. Do you think, uh, Donna, that, that one of the reasons that individuals um, – I mean, obviously you can speak more for yourself, but do you think – one of the initial reasons to hesitate, like I, I don't want to go down there to that group. Do you, do you think that one of the reasons people resist is because if they go, it means they've accepted that it is real, that it has really happened, that it is the way it is? Do you think there's some of that that's going on underneath the layer of hesitancy? Yes, definitely yes. Like I said, I did not want to be a member of that club. Yeah. And and going to a meeting like that, it's admitting that you are a member of that club, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm sitting here, and um, I'm, I, <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't put makeup on <laughs> before mm-hmm. I joined this phone call because <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm crying, you know, mm-hmm. um, because it um, you bring up those emotions again. And, mm-hmm. um, um, and like I said, they don't ever really go away. No. 
No, and that's okay that they don't go away. You know, yeah. it's um, it's just part of the season, the continuing season of your life. And um, I think that's why it's so beautiful that you're you're just being authentic on on the show, because <laughs> the goal isn't for them to go away. The goal is for the integration of the energy that you feel, because it will continue to develop and and shape and define you. You know, exactly. and um, I think that's one of the true missings of our society and one of our true problems is let's feel it just a little bit uh, and then let's get it out of the way and, and let's move on. And part of grieving is part of living. It's um, And the fact that you can still weep and the fact that you still can feel and the fact that you can go, gosh, I still can't even believe that in my life this is what I face. It supports you in being able to be a difference maker in life. It it helps you, um, you know, create a conversation of truth. It helps, you know, I just applaud you in that um, because um, the the issue with where we are in our, our society, and I, I'm very interested in hearing you elaborate more, is that we have gone so long as a culture of by not wanting to feel that that's why we have 65 to 70% of the people on medication. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm not feeling comfortable. I'm feeling sad. Well, let's give you something, you know. Um, and so it, the richness of life is our feeling capacity. And I think um, <laughs> one of these days we're going to realize we all got duped that crying could be as powerful as laughing. <laughs> you know, it's just we have labeled <laughs> one better than the other. You know, and um, we have labeled one moment better than the other. And we're the ones doing the the labeling, you know. And so Mm -hmm. I just find that interesting. But I'm I'm loving our conversation. Um, I'm loving your willingness to be in it. And um, we're going to go to break. I want to urge people that are listening live to go to Bella Spark, B-E-L-L-A, Spark, Com. So you can find out more about Donna Vaskoski's tremendous work that she's doing. You can find out more about her book. And um, there's so many people in the world today that need the information that she is not only giving out, but it's not because she listened to a few CDs and wrote a book. She, she has walked the journey. I'm Temple Hayes, and we'll be right back after this short break. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. must serve a purpose. It must be part of something larger than itself, a part of humanity. 
If you're in harmony with this statement, you're going to want to tune in to Unity Online Radio's new show, The Traveler, Healing Journeys Through Music, with Kathy DeWitt, Minister of Music at Unity of Gainesville, Florida, musician in residence at Shands Hospital, and international consultant for the Global Alliance for Arts and Health. You'll hear stories and songs about the healing power of music and meet folks who have been on both ends of it. Join us. Join in and share memories of your own meaningful musical moments, Fridays at 1 p.m. Central Time. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with Rev. Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at the intentional spirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone. And thank you so much for sharing our shows of um, inspiration and empowerment to people across the globe. I I really appreciate that so much because of you and supporting our show through social media. We're reaching people all over the world, and that's just really, really uh, exciting, uh, to say the least. And the other element is that if you like these positive messages, please visit us at unitycampus.org so you can keep up and be in the know of what we're doing. And also join my blog, templehaysblog.com. I'd love to have you be part of an ongoing community that is about getting the message out. You know, this is uh, the kind of work uh, Donna Vasoski, who is our um, guest today, uh, we're not just doing this work for ourselves. Uh, we're doing it in order to impart information, tools, ideas, concepts to other people that we can be part of a community and a world that is waking up. You know, Donna, I say all the time, wake <laughs> up, people, wake up. Wake Let's up. wake yeah. up. Let's stop sleeping and taking a, a nap. Um Talk to me about this book, I'll Meet You at the Base of the Mountain. I, I would love to see people get the book. Uh, give us some ideas about uh, what you actually put in there um, that help support people in life changes. Because if you're talking about transition and change and grief, it's pertinent across the board. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I want to, um, you know, share with, um, with everyone first that, you know, where the name came from. Um, as I said, I, um, connected with a psychic medium after Christy died and I, and I was able to con- connect and talk to Christy and that led me to my spiritual journey. You know, I start, first I started reading how to talk to dead people books, people by, or books by people like James Von Prague and Sylvia Brown and that all about connecting to the other side and connecting to your angels and things like that. And it was just fascinating to me to learn all about this um, information that our loved ones do live on and we can connect with them and how to connect with them and everything. And then I, um, and then conversations with God jumped off the shelf at you know, at Barnes and Noble one day by Neil Donald Walsh. And that was like, oh my gosh, this is everything that I have felt, you know, for years, but never really understood in that. And it just made so much sense to me. And then it was, you know, reading this book and that book and people like Brian Weiss and, 
and all of all of these amazing you know visionaries and teachers and everything um Don Miguel Ruiz I just you know I was just hungry hungry for this information and um and I, one of the messages that in the very first reading that I had with this psychic medium from Christy was that we agreed to do this. And it had more to do with my soul's evolution than hers. And I'm going, what the hell was I thinking? You know, why would I right. agree to this? Right. Why um, would I but agree I, to this? Right. But I, when I look back on my life, you know, and the direction that this has taken since Christy died, I can see that it was the catalyst. Her leaving was the catalyst for me to move into this um, spiritual awakening, as you said, and um, um, exploring and learning all about life and, and what it's really all about and all about God and, and everything. It's, it's just been an amazing journey. And as I um, I started reading all of these books and everything, I I thought, well, I want to uh, I want to see these people. I live in Fort Collins, Colorado. We're about an hour north of Denver, but nobody ever came here. None of these speakers that I'd been reading about, nobody ever came to Fort Collins. And I said, I, I want to see these people. I, I you know I want to see them in person. And 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 I've always done events and things. Been one of those organizer people. So over the years I've been really busy organizing things. I know how to put events on. And I thought, I'm just going to bring somebody in. And so I brought in um, Sonia Choquette. And um, we had 500 people there. (laughs) And it told me that there's other people like me hungry for this information. We're all searching for this information. And so I I started my company, Bella Spark, bringing in speakers and, and, um, um, uh, you know, gathering all this information and sharing it because it was, and I, I look back at it and I think, well, it was all about me. <laughs> you know, it was all about the people that I needed to learn from, the people that I needed to hear. Um, and um, and I was lucky that I could share it with other people, but it was all about my journey, you know. That's impressive, you know, that you uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were able to bring that many people to a common ground and you're still doing that then you're still putting on events i am still doing that and um and then i bought a magazine and so now we have bella spark magazine and again you know my intention was to share this information i'm one of these people you know that gets so excited when um when i'm learning something new and it really excites me it's like well everybody needs to know this I kind of drive them nuts because I, you know, I just, I was so excited and um, so relieved to get a better understanding of of what uh, this world is all about and and what life means, you know, on a much bigger picture and everything that I wanted everybody else to understand this as well. And you get, I'm sure, get that because you're in that same role of sharing these messages and everything and and you know my the book kind of um um follows you know my journey it's been 10 years now since christy passed away and and um it's been my journey as i'm learning and exploring and everything the um i wanted to share the name of the book uh, i'll meet you at the base of the mountain um a couple of years after christy died i was at a, a conference or something, and I met a woman. Her name was Kimmy Rose Zapp. She's a psychic medium from Michigan, and we just hit it off. 
And um, and then we both went home, and, and the next day she emails me from Michigan, and she said, Christy came to see me this morning, and she has a message for you. And she said she'll meet you at the base of the mountain. And she goes on to describe this big, lush, green mountain and beautiful mountain and this river and everything. And I said, Kimmy, I, I don't know where that is. And so I've spent, I feel like I spent the, you know, the next eight years searching for that mountain, searching yeah. for my daughter. Um, you know, and, and everywhere I would go, if I that and different being, you know, I was in Maui and they have a, there's a beautiful mountain there and I'm going, maybe this is the place so special here. It's the power, energy's powerful. Christy must be here, you know, or I was in um, Seattle and, you know, various places. I live in Colorado, you know, we have amazing mountains here, always searching. Where am I going to finally connect with you, Christy? And um, so it's been my journey um, trying to find my daughter and find myself. That's really powerful because through that you've come to realize that there are angels, there is a veil, mm-hmm. there's things, there's connections. You you find a penny. I was seeing some of your articles. You find different things <laughs> that remind you that um, on some level she's connecting with you in some way. And... Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's really powerful. I love what you say because I do a lot in the field of um, death and dying and rebirth and being born again over and over in one lifetime. And I mm-hmm. I love what you say. Most of all to Christy, through your death, I have been born again. So mm-hmm. just a whole new level of of your life uh, has been created through uh, such a tremendous change and and loss. And I think that's a a huge message within itself because um, a lot of people say, you know, I I want my life to be the way it used to be. It won't ever. But if people would be in the place of, well, my life now is going to be different, if they could open that path, my life is going to be different then other things would come to them. I mean, here you are, you now have uh, your own magazine, your own blog, you've podcast, and I mean, you're just moving and shaking. <laughs> you're not uh, sleeping on the couch, you know, watching mm-hmm. uh, daytime soaps. I mean, you are really um, bringing things out to the world, and and that's what it's all about. The deeper message mm-hmm. of of life is is to be born again. To okay, how can I take this and 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 be a difference maker in the world? Good for you. Thank you. And I think um, you're exactly right that um, we have to keep moving. We have to keep moving. We can never go back. And life is all about change. And, and whether it's you know, whether it's the loss of a loved one or, you know, whether somebody is has cancer or a, it's a relationship or a job or whatever, it's um, life is all about um, uh, change. Um, there's a, a woman uh, that I quoted in the book uh, that I interviewed on my radio show, and she calls them initiations of the soul and um, we're, we have all of these opportunities to learn and to grow, and sometimes they're very difficult. But I think um, if we keep 
you know, moving forward through them and and realize that the, you know that life is changing and that and things things will be different, but um, we can see the blessing in, in the challenges that we overcome. Usually, we see them, you know, in t- hindsight, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it's really hard when you're in the middle of them to um, keep moving and you know keep getting up every day. But it's um, it 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 does when you look at it from from the from uh looking back you can see that it really was a blessing and it did um allow you to change and to grow and to evolve and um and that's what it's all about well i i feel too with um you know seeing some of the highlights of your book um you know one of the things I, I think that sometimes people do is is they they will say, you know, I, I don't know how I, I'm gonna get through this. I don't know if if I'm gonna be the same again. And and that, like you said, is normal in all the different layers of grief and things like that. Because we we want to keep in mind that grief we're talking today that you had a physical loss uh of a physical way, but there are people that have all different kind of losses and grief is the same as far Mm -hmm. as process as far as process and so um people go from i don't know if i'm going to get over it i don't know if i'm going to be okay i i can't imagine i don't even want to go participate in life again or whatever to like then another phase and if i'm if i think i'm reading um kind of your life plan you know out loud um and this is the way I've always done it with tragedy is rather than go, well, I hope I get to a place that I'm okay. That seems real small to give to the laws of nature. So what I hold for myself when I'm like, you know, seeing a future that I will be different, I will be better, I will be more alive, more awake, more energized than ever before, it I need to give an intention to nature that says I'm going to be more than I was before. And that seems to be, you know, how you've handled that, where I think is lacking with a lot of people. They don't dream big enough about their outcome. Do you resonate with that? I I do, and, and, I, and I actually write about that because I... Um, I I feel like at times that I don't haven't dreamt big enough and that I I settled for less or um um just um you know was afraid afraid to step out there afraid to do more to really um go after what I wanted and um and that that was a big learning piece for me as well to um that I think that that the universe will We'll, we can be whatever we want. We can and do and and explore in so many different ways. In that, that we don't have to think small. I think right. it's really important for all of us to to look at life as a huge open um, uh, doorway, uh, this huge panorama where there's so much potential, and we can really um, we can go anywhere we want. Um, and I, and I, you know, and I still do that. I mean, I think we're all, we, we, we tend to listen to the little voices in our head that say, you're not smart enough. You can't do that. You, you know, or our parents or our community or, 
whatever who said, you know, you, you don't have the ability to do that, it ain't going to happen, or you don't have enough money or whatever. And so we put our dreams on hold and we don't, um, you know, really go after what it is we'd like to see happen in our lives. Yeah, that's so true. And I think some people take the fact that we have other lifetimes to come way too literal. <laughs> Let's I, just keep you know, I don't want to do this again. Over and over and over again. Let's just, you know, you know I, keep I, on doing it. I remember, um, and, and, you know, I guess that's true, too. And I, and I, you know, studied some past life stuff and everything. But I remember I worked with um, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Shaw, who's uh, from, he's a Chinese um, uh, healer, shaman. I'm not exactly sure what his, what his title is or whatever. But he was in one of his talks, he was talking about how, you know, in the future, we're going to be able to live till we're, you know, 150 years old or more. And, uh, and I'm going, and I'm still, you know, I'm still in this place of pain from, and grief. And I'm going, why, why would I want to do this? Why would I want to, you know, live forever in that? I want to, I want to leave, you know, the sooner the better so I can be with my daughter. And, um, and I asked him, I says, why, why do we want to do that? And his answer really made a lot of sense when I thought about it. He said, um, you know, it, we get wiser as we get older. You know, I, I look at, you know, where I was 10, 20 years ago and everything, and, and I look at what I know now and what I understand about myself and about um, spirituality and about uh, life in general and everything. And... Um, and he says we get wiser and wiser as we get older, and then and then we die, and and then we have to come if we don't finish up and learn everything we intended to learn or whatever. Then we turn around and we come back and we start as a child again. So you know we start from square one and have to learn and get wiser and wiser as we get older. He said if you can live longer, you can just keep growing and evolving and everything and and. Um, and and learn it all at once. You don't have to keep coming back over and over and over multiple times unless you want to. I thought, well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Um, mm-hmm. I want to remind everybody that they can go to your website at bellaspark.com um, and learn about the various activities and also purchase the book, I'll Meet You at the Base of the Mountain. Also, uh, Donna has uh, blogs and uh, just various writings, some wonderful articles. I love the article on Do Dogs Have Soul? Now you're just Mm -hmm. really stepping into my area that I love (laughs) about animal rights and and all that. That's a very powerful uh, article. Thank you for putting that up there. Well, I'm looking forward to when we return after break for you to um, talk to us a little bit more about some of these great titles um, of chapters in your book. I want to know more about finding the guru in us. Um, 
let go of your story. I mean, you have some really good ones, and I'm very curious as to know how that is. I also want to find out how you got Alan Cohen to write your Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's a dear friend of mine. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah, he's a beautiful man. He is yes, absolutely he is. Man. He's one of my mm-hmm. faves. And um, mm-hmm. wow, what a what a great job he did in in, in writing for you. So uh, go, Alan, go. Well, everyone, mm-hmm. uh, you're listening to uh, our interview today with Va- uh, Donna Vasaki. Uh, we're talking about her book, I'll Meet You at the Base of the Mountain, and the company that she started after the tragic death of her daughter, Christy. We'll be right back following this short break. Now and then, life is challenging. I may not welcome challenge itself, but I welcome the opportunity to learn from whatever arises, to grow in understanding, to flex my spiritual muscles. Every day is a new day, a fresh start. No situation or circumstance can hold me back. My life is not only about what's happening to me, it's also what's happening through me. The Christ within is my source of unlimited wisdom and creativity. I do my best when I respond to any challenge from my Christ nature, rather than reacting impulsively from my human nature. Every day I pursue what enriches me, enjoying the journey to my goals as much as the destination. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or a friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone. And I'm talking today with Donna Vasaki, and she is the author of I'll Meet You at the Base of the Mountain, who started just a tremendous spiritual journey as an intentional spirit due to finding herself with the tragic loss of her daughter um donna i i just and i've looked at the forward by alan cohen and um he is just you know really praising the necessity of of everybody having this knowledge of how it can help them and and make a difference and i love um the reference in his forward uh when he talks about healing and expansion i i say healing and revealing 
But he talks about uh, from the Course in Miracles that we're told, when I am healed, I am not healed alone. And I, I love that idea. And that through reading your sacred story, many people are going to reach a level that they probably haven't been able to reach um, either. That's what I like about it. That's what I like about the material is that there is depth. It's not just touchy, feel good. It's de- it has depth and that you have actually had the walk, you know, yourself. Well, tell me about uh, being your own guru, finding the guru in us. Well, and that's actually a quote, um, you know, that I um, uh, borrowed from Alan um, because he said uh, he uses the term um, guru, G-U-R-U. Uh-huh. That's yeah. the guru that, you know, we're always going outside of ourselves looking for answers. And, um, you know, I've worked with a lot of amazing teachers and visionaries and everything. And, and quite often, you know, especially when we start, we want the answers to come from them. We want them to tell us what to do and show us the way and everything. And Alan's one of the, you know, one of the beautiful teachers that I got to work with. But he says the answers are in you. You know, the take the information that these people offer and 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 allow that, you know, to open the doorways within you to find your own answers. You have to find what works for you and everything. So um that was a beautiful message because like I said so many times we're we're looking outside for somebody else to have the answers for us to show us the way. When you um, refer to um, it's all about energy, um, what's your what's your direction with that as far as energy itself? Well, I, I have to tell you, I added that chapter at the last minute. I was I finished my book. I got my last, re, you know, corrections revisions done for my editor, and I I sent it off at 2 a.m. on a Thursday night to my graphic designer to put the book together, and I was so excited. I was dancing a jig in the living room at 2 a.m. in the morning, and I go to bed, and I get up the next morning on Friday, and I go for a walk, and as I'm walking, I get this other... I'm getting this message. There, we have to add another chapter. There's another chapter. It has to go in the book. And I'm going, I'm talking to Christy. I'm going, Christy, I thought you said we were done. And, um, and it was this chapter about it's all about the energy. It's all, and and it, this is a message that I've been getting a lot um, over the last couple of years from my guides and just inner knowing and in that it's like it's all about the energy, it's all about the frequency, and it's really important that we understand that we are all energy and everything we send out, every thought, every word, Every action, we are sending out energy. We tend to think that, you know, our thoughts in our head, are, nobody else can hear them, but they have an energy of their own. And and so, you know, we're constantly sending out energy to the world, to the people around us, to the great cosmos, you know, we are... And we are... And that energy is creating what we see in our world. And, um, you know, we, we don't think, 
sometimes we don't we don't re, we don't realize that that everything is energy. Even the chair we're sitting in is actually just a bundling mass of tiny little atoms, you know, bouncing around back and forth. But they're solid enough, condensed enough that we see them as you know a solid chair. Um, and that was it was such an important uh, lesson, I think, for for me to understand is is what kind of energy are we sending out what's our frequency is it a positive one is it love or is it anger you know um and there's been all those studies by uh Dr. Emoto and that the you know the water with the water and um where they put positive messages on a bottle of water and it creates beautiful, the molecules are beautiful, like beautiful snowflakes. And then they take the same water and they put messages on there like, I hate you, you're ugly, whatever. And the molecules of water, you know, change. And they're distorted and they're really, you know, weird and, and that. And he showed how just the energy of thought can affect things and you when you think that we're you know like 90 percent water or whatever um we're we're affecting everything in our life so that was the piece that they said at the last minute you need to put this in the book <laughs> like dang that's so funny that i picked up on that because you have um mm-hmm. you know 31 chapters but i was just very <laughs> curious about the one um with the energy isn't that neat yeah. that's so cool yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they, they, they didn't want me to finish it, you know. Um, and one of the other, you know, there's, there's lots of chapters. Again, like this is my journey in that. And one of the things I um, found out, and, um, and this is what I, I like to encourage everybody, is to not be afraid to share your story. Um, when the, when I, again, I, you know, I, I like to talk about everything if I get excited about something. So I'm going on and I'm having coffee or lunch with a friend and I'm going on about, oh, Christy sent us a sign or I got this message or talking about all these new things I'm learning and everything. And I'm sure in the, initially a lot of, um, the, my friends and family were like, patronizing me, listening because, oh, she lost her daughter, we'll listen to her stories and that. But the more I talked, the more they began to open up and then they shared their stories because everybody has them. And what we're all kind of in the psychic closet closet, and we're afraid to talk about these weird things, you know, that have happened to us and these things that we've learned and uh, about other dimensions and, and connecting to the other side or whatever it is. And, and um, but it gives people permission. If you share your story, it gives people permission to share the, theirs and to um, come out of their closet and and live and walk and own their spirituality. That's the message I've been getting a lot lately. It's time to own who we are. Isn't that the truth? And there's something mm-hmm. sacred about, you know, telling the stories that you're right. Mm-hmm. Everybody benefits. And um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's just where we are as a culture. You know, people yeah. don't want to just listen to somebody talk at them anymore and give them concepts and theories unless they've actually lived them. And you can tell the difference, mm-hmm. you know, when you listen to people talk and speak, you can really tell the difference with who, who, who's, who really has felt it, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. and who's a ghost writer and who's not, <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, you can definitely mm-hmm. um, tell the difference. Yeah. How do you yeah. how do you feel um, that you've influenced your family by uh, your discoveries? Have uh, your husband and your children have they been able to kind of organically evolve like you have? Uh, where are they with the um, the loss? Well, my husband fights this, you know, tooth and nail. He he was a Catholic schoolboy, you know, and um, and he he dip, dips his toe in the water a little bit, and then he you know backs out. And um, um, it's interesting because he's actually seen Christy. You know, she has shown up to him, but he does, he still doesn't quite want to go there. Um, but he's more open than he ever was before, and so um, it's it's been an interesting path, uh, I think, for him and for me, you know, walking this together. And um, and my children, I you know, I have two boys and another daughter, and um, my um, sons, they kind of they're a little more open to it. My daughter is very open and that she she gets it and that. My grandchildren are the best though. They have they are so intuitive and so connected and they um they've always seen. They they came in seeing and they still see and I remember my grandson uh, this is my son's little boy Nick was uh, 6 when Christy died and they were buddies and she would just show up in his room. "Hi Nick, how you doing?" And I remember when he when he was nine still he um he would walk home from school he'd be home alone for uh, an hour until my son got home and um I asked him I said have you seen Christy lately cuz we talk about it I don't want them to lose it and I don't want them to think it's weird and so I said well have you seen Christy lately and he said she sits on the couch with me after school until my dad gets home and uh, later on that spring, uh, we were driving him home from school or something, and I asked him again, have you seen Christy lately? Does she still sit with you after school? And he said, yeah. He said, but sometimes I think I see her at school, and sometimes when I'm having trouble with my math, she'll whisper the answer in my ear. She'll go, 25. Oh, my gosh. So my grandkids get it. <laughs> and I have share wonderful stories in there because they – it's just so easy for them. I'm I'm jealous because it is so easy for them to connect to Christy, to angels. It's fascinating. It is. Children just they don't have all those um <clears throat> non ordinary and natural non natural. <laughs> I don't think that's a yeah. word. Unnatural. Yeah. Unnatural. Let's try that one. Um unnatural beliefs that block them. That that mm-hmm. tell them that it's not possible. Uh, that right. is so cool. Uh, is so great. Well, I tell you, it has been a privilege to to be with you today, your authentic self, um, Donna Vasaki, and um, I look forward to being at an event one day with you in Northern Colorado. So um, I'm just grateful for all the work that you're doing and reminding people to go on your website, bellaspark.com. And also to check out the book on the, mm-hmm. I'll meet, excuse me, I'll meet you at the base of the mountain, an inspirational story that will touch each and every one of us and how to do life in a deeper and greater way. Thank you for being on our show today, Donna. Thank you so much. Thank you, Temple. I really appreciate it. And happy holidays to you and everyone else. Uh, many blessings in your life. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.
Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. must serve a purpose. It must be part of something larger than itself, a part of humanity. If you're in harmony with this statement, you're going to want to tune in to Unity Online Radio's new show, The Traveler, Healing Journeys Through Music, with Kathy DeWitt, Minister of Music at Unity of Gainesville, Florida, musician in residence at Shands Hospital, and international consultant for the Global Alliance for Arts and Health. You'll hear stories and songs about the healing power of music and meet folks who have been on both ends of it. Join us, join in, and share memories of your own meaningful musical moments, Fridays at 1 p.m. Central Time. Inspiration only takes a moment. Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard shares this from his book, Good Questions. We are here to learn, grow, experience, savor, exalt, cherish, create, and to use our connection with that mind to make safe decisions. We are here to share to be fruitful and to multiply the good over and over again. Centering on the divine within, we become still and realize that whatever happens, we are still one with God. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear.
Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.